welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I am really humbled to be able to join this stage and to celebrate with you for sure. Good morning, champions. And 
It is such an honor to be spending this fine Friday, 18th of February, 2022, with all of you superhumans at the largest breakfast table in the world. My name is Yen, and I have been listening to Breakfast with Champions and receiving my daily dose of motivation, education, and inspiration from this amazing community. And I am so happy to be contributing to this early morning's finance segment. Indeed, I am an entrepreneur now. I left Wall Street where I worked for 14 years as a trader to start my medical AI business in 2019. And uh, the focus of our research is longevity. So if you're looking for longevity related content to listen to, you can check out my Twitter, which I started just over a month ago. And around the same time, my family also launched a hedge fund trading cryptocurrencies with AI powered algorithms. And both businesses have been thriving since. And we are so grateful of how the Lord has been blessing us. And last time here, I talked about the importance of looking forward after, for some people, a really tough beginning of the year in the financial markets. So we talked about looking ahead, right, with a firm belief that God has saved the best till last for us. Yes, the best is yet to come, my friends. And this belief was really centered around the first miracle that Jesus performed at the wedding of Cana, where he performed um, this transformation of water into wine. And then I want to thank everyone who messaged me with words of encouragement, as well as future topic suggestions, as I did ask for feedback during my segment. So thank you so much for letting me know uh, what content you would love for me to cover. So in general, I love talking about the financial markets, also artificial intelligence, especially uh, its application in the medical and investment fields, as well as Web3 and digital asset revolution. So all of these topics are available for you in the future. They are all on the breakfast menu for you to choose from. But really, so far, it seems that my fellow champions wanted to hear more about faith and finance. So this is what we will do again today. So given that we're talking about money, all day, every day at the moment, right here on, uh, on uh, Breakfast with Champions. Um, and when it comes to money, I don't know about you, but the first advertising slogan that came to my mind was, as some of you would know this, there are some things money can buy. For everything else, there's MasterCard. So. If I were to ask you, what are some of those things that money can't buy? You would say, I'm guessing love, family, and probably health, right? In fact, a lot of people toil hard for money and their hard work pays off. Eventually, they become successful. And then again, as they age, they end up spending most of that hardened money trying to make up for the toll on their bodies, having not paid any attention to their health in the earlier years. And the body remembers. Health-related expenses can also sometimes wipe out right, an entire family savings when there is no adequate insurance policies put in place. I am sure my fellow moderators and speakers have spoken about financial prudence and insurance planning with you in the previous days and weeks. These are really important conversations. 
But now, I said we're going to talk about faith this morning. And when I bring up the word faith, I wonder what comes to your mind then. Most of us think that faith is to do with our relationship with God. If we are asked to pick another word to describe faith,、um, a lot of people would say spirituality. Indeed, we tend to describe faith as a matter of the mind, don't we? But very rarely do we think about our bodies when we think of faith. Perhaps due to the influence of dualism, which,、um, to put it super simply, is a system of thoughts that kind of regards reality in terms of two independent principles, especially in terms of mind versus matter. Hence, translating that into、uh, religious doctrine, leading many to believe that the universe contains two opposing powers of good and evil, and these two are often seen as balanced equals. And、uh, and then in the kind of philosophy of the mind, then dualism is the theory that the mental and the physical, or you can say the mind and the body, are in some sense radically different and al- almost opposing, being constantly at war. Some even believe that the human body is evil, whilst the human soul is good, and therefore the soul must be freed from the constraints and the limitations of the body. But what does the Bible really say about our bodies? The Bible tells us that the Son of God stepped into His creation, taking on the form of a man. He added humanity without losing deity. His body was evidently not evil because he was able to live his entire life on earth without sin. And we also know that he was not trapped by his human body because nothing can really trap. An almighty being. All he did was to work with the various limitations of the body. It also appears that taking on a human body is part of what has given Jesus the ability to relate with other human beings. In fact, if we look at the resurrection narrative in the Bible, that even made sure that the people of generations to come would be sure to understand that resurrection was a. Bodily event; it was a bodily resurrection, and hence we are promised to be given new bodies too, on the other side of eternity, instead of just you know float around. So perhaps though our bodies might be corrupted and though it undoubtedly decays, but it is not to say that the human body should not be highly valued. In Genesis, we read that God created Adam, Adam and Eve with bodies, and their bodies were part of His creation, which He described as very good. Let's see whose hot mic that is. Let me just quickly. Oh, muted already. Thank you, moderators. Um. So, and then in the New Testament, right, we read that in Apostle Paul's writings, he tells us that in Christ, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and that we're. Uh, we are.、Uh, we ought to use our bodies as instruments of righteousness. So, the question comes: How are you using your bodies as instruments of righteousness? How are you treating the temple of the Holy Spirit? We know from reading the Hebrew Bible that the earthly first and second temple was was a big deal. There was a lot that went into. The construction and the maintenance of the temple, but how about you? 
what is happening with the temple of 2022, which is your body? How are you treating God's temple? Or are you actually at war with this temple? Are you respecting this temple, which is your body? Now, we know, don't we, from all, the, all of those sermons we have heard in church, that we're not to indulge in sin with our bodies. What Apostle Paul wants us to fight against is sinful desires and not our bodies itself. He never asked us to severely punish our bodies as an act of devotion. He wanted us to simply fight against the sinful desires of lust with the power of the Holy Spirit that is inside of us. But I wonder, is that the only thing we can learn about our relationship with our body? I mean, we've heard a lot regarding what not to do, but how about the do's? I really think what we don't hear enough of is how we as spiritual beings should be treating our bodies. So let us at this point take a quick exercise, if you may. So whether you're currently standing or sitting or still in bed, you can do this with us. So I would like everyone to take a moment and close your eyes. And I want us to firstly feel a little bit about, feel your shoulders first. Okay, I'm rotating my shoulders as I speak. What are your shoulders telling you? Have you used them to carry excessive weight this past week? Have you sat in front of the computer and just you know, have your shoulders frozen for eight, 10, 12 hours a day all this week? And now let's move to your stomach next and just feel your stomach. What is it telling you? Have you been feeding it on time this week? And what have you been feeding it? Think about that. And now let's maybe move to your legs and just kind of feel your legs for a moment. And what are your legs telling you? Are they feeling strong? Have you been exercising them in the past week? And now hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Think about this question. If you were the carer of your body, if your body was your client, okay, please now ask your body to give you a performance rating as a carer from one to 10. How would your body rate you as its carer? Now remember that number that popped into your head and please think about if you receive this work, uh, this uh, rating at your workplace, would you now be concerned of your job security if you were treated at this level by those who cl to claims to be uh, your carer? How would that make you feel about their service? And with that, you may now open your eyes again. If we were to be honest with ourselves and bearing in mind that ranking, our body gave us this number. Now let us think, 
some of us might know or have realized that we might have been treating our bodies badly. Less like a temple, but more like a slave. Because that was the case for me. All that we wanted to do was to get things from the body. We want the body to supply energy and chemicals to support the functioning of our brains. That was what I valued the most, the brain. I wanted to stay alive so our consciousness can continue, so that we can do our jobs, make money, be creative, have fun. And in return, we do the bare minimum to keep our bodies going. Very often I get asked, why is it that um, you know, when we are working, we don't get sick and when we get off work, we go on holidays and we quote unquote waste time by getting sick. It's just so inconvenient for us. Well, maybe we don't even let our bodies get sick these days. You know, if we feel tired, instead of sleeping, we drink coffee. If we're hungry, instead of cooking something nutritious, we turn to fast food. And when we feel run down, instead of resting, we take some extra vitamins and call it a day. When we feel sad, instead of processing our emotions, we turn to comfort foods and sugary snacks or even alcohol and substance abuse. When we have pain in the body, instead of looking into it, we just, you know, take more Panadol. No time to brush your teeth or floss your teeth, no problem, replace with new ones when they decay. And when after years of abuse, when our organs fail, simple, have an operation, go on medication. And of course, guys, disclaimer, I am only referring to medical conditions that are entirely preventable here and caused by a bad lifestyle. So one can say that our body might have been trapped Right, in this state of slavery by us. And if that is the realization for some of us today, we gotta ask, how then are we treating it as if it was a temple? Whilst all that we're looking for is performance and exploitation. Guys, I may not be sure 100% how to glorify God with our bodies as the Bible says, but what I do know is what it should not look like is when we, if we walk around right all day, every day, looking exhausted, under-exercised or obese, or always have a bottle of alcohol in hand, that is not that image at all. And of course, another disclaimer, I'm talking about those of us who are leading, leaving, living in abundance, okay, in the developed world here. So if we really learned to listen to our bodies, the other thing we will realize is that there is a lot that our bodies can say to us as a communicational channel from God. We're talking about spiritual beings, right? Our bodies are the first to sense if we are overdoing things. Because if we're nervous, anxious, unhappy, you know, these would very often show in bodily symptoms, right? The body can be more reliable, I think, than our mind, certainly in my case more reliable than my mind when it comes to communication. When crisis hits, your mind might be just, you know, numb and uh, you're just trying to carry on as if nothing had happened, but your body via insomnia or tummy cramps or loose bowel movements, it is telling you, please take care. You need to rest and you need to regain some energy. You need to look after yourself right now. Otherwise, you might not be able to make it 
out of this crisis alive. I think a perfect biblical example of this is how God cared for Elijah, uh, cared for his kind of bodily conditions in 1 Kings chapter 19. So feel free to take a read later on. Also, when we are faced with some tough choices to make, you know, we often wonder, oh, you know, which, 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 which path should I go down? And uh, when we face some kind of uh, pivot, maybe, our bodies might also be able to help us with that decision because it can tell us what really excites us deep inside. So perhaps if we go down that route, we will have sustainable motivation and passion and drive to achieve far more than things and people that just drains, you know, all of our, all of our joy and all of our energy. So listen to our body and really, that can really help us to discern in those very tough decisions that we need to make. Our body is one of God's communicational channels with us as spiritual beings. So let us treat um, this communication channel well. Let us read those messages that have been left on our phone, right, on our body. We have been ignoring for a very long time for some of us. So having said that, how do we get back to good, caring, loving relationship with our bodies then? Well, I think, you know, same as the advice we tend to give to others about, you know, how to improve their job performance. We, we say be intentional, right? So intentionally listen to your body. How is your body really doing right now? And on top of that, be intentional when you're eating, with your sleeping and hydration and exercise. And what's great is that we spiritual beings can in fact weave our spiritual practices into these things as well. So for example, when we are eating, we can eat with a grateful heart, allow ourselves time to chew slowly and really taste the goodness in that food that God has created and provided for us. And then with sleeping, I think we can pray before we sleep and take some time to reflect on how your day went and just offload the heavy burdens back to God. You know, you can't solve these problems in your sleep anyway, so just offload them, offload them, tell God and offload them unto God. And then ask God to give you peace and sweet rest. And after sleep, you might find that Often than not, your heart is filled with new motivation and you have new inspiration and creativity to keep you going for that particular day when your brain has had an opportunity to rest and just really process things. And when it comes to hydration, when you drink water, think about the, uh, the Bible verse, right? As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. And what I want to tell you about um, this point is that here what we translate as soul, so my soul longs after you. The Hebrew word is nefesh and its root meaning is in fact throat. So literally when you're quenching your thirst, you're literally nourishing your nefesh, your throat. And in fact, that is really nourishing your soul as well. And then when it comes to exercise, as you exercise, especially if it can be outdoor, you're really also connecting with God. And just by encountering the 
the sunshine and the rain and as you look at God's creation with appreciation and gratitude you are reconnecting with God himself and God in turn will recharge your body with calcium for your bones and also natural happy hormones to uplift your mood and just there is so much of God's blessing missing in our lives and as soon as we reconnect with our body the temple of the Holy Spirit with God we can unlock all of these powers over time so to finish off we will spend just 30 seconds and we'll repeat that exercise we did earlier but this time whilst keeping our eyes closed we can breathe in and breathe out deeply and with each breath I want to pay attention to our shoulders again, our back, our arms, our legs, our feet. And I want us to intentionally tell each part of our body, I'm here. I will be listening. I care. And I release all of the burdens I have placed onto you right now with each of the breath I take and I breathe out and I promise I will look after you properly from now on and I thank you for all that you have done for me my dear body this amazing temple of the Holy Spirit Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.